If you're hearing this, then I'm dead. My findings have been uncovered by the police, and a whole world of secrets unleashed. My name is Professor Mysterious, and these are my extraordinary case files. Hello there yet again. I'm Professor Mysterious, but you already know that. Because it says it at the beginning before I play the music. And also you probably just know it by now from all of the other tapes. I have some bad news, I'm afraid. This tape was supposed to be something else entirely. But while on duty, the sergeant was grievously wounded. The tape contained astonishing scientific discoveries, but I just couldn't bring myself to put the sergeant's downfall in the hands of the British public. What you ought to hear now was recorded about a week after that incident. Kerr had told me that Brigand still wasn't fit for work, and I wasn't sure how long I'd be waiting around outside his house for, so I thought I might do some investigative work just by myself. Starting with the local school. Mm, absolutely terrific. A dimensional barrier rift right on this very spot. We may. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Uh, you there, child. What troubles you? Mate, what are you doing back there? Are you a pedo. Ah, good to see they have you all well versed in Latin. A loose grasp on the tongue, but I take your meaning. No, I'm not a child myself. I'm here by choice. Although my face is as young as yours, I have lived long enough to see whole other worlds born and die. Oh, shit. Are you a pedo spaceman? Me. <laughs> it may be that half of what you say is true, but you'd best keep that a secret, okay, old boy? What were you doing here? I thought they kept you in facilities away from like, schools and parks and that. Thankfully, the government is none the wiser as to who I truly am. Now, I've taken a liking to you, Billy. That's why I've entrusted you with this information, but you really can't tell anyone, okay? What, that you're a pedo spaceman? Yes, Billy. That I'm a pedo spaceman. Ah, it appears you're needed elsewhere, my friend. You must need to run along. But remember, if you ever need help, just be sure to call Professor Mysterious, scientific advisor. Yes, yeah, sick. Oi, Professor, can I get a selfie with you? As my new friend and I parted ways, I was left alone again. And my thoughts returned to Briggins. I wondered how he was getting along, whether he'd truly be okay in the end. And I prayed that he'd soon be back by my side. Me doing my scientific advising and brigands covering the military side of things, you know? Anyway, I thought about all of that for a little while. And when I turned around, I was confronted with another old companion of mine. One I thought I would never see again. Matilda? It was my ex-wife, Matilda. Hello again, Roger. What are you doing here? Looking for you. We thought you might still be working here. Ah, no. 
Not any longer, I'm afraid. The headmaster and I had a few too many disagreements, really. Right. And now you're left behind the fence? Oh, <laughs> no. Well, um, the thing is, Kira isn't letting Briggins out at the moment, you see, because he hurt himself. I, I don't live behind the fence. I'm just... There's a dimensional barrier if... Roger, our daughter's getting married. You're to come to London with me and you're to meet him. It was an interesting story, but I wasn't entirely convinced. No, if I was to go with her, I needed to make sure of something first. And how do I know you're not a clone? Oh, shut your stupid mouth, you motherless bastard. And so we set off for London immediately. I swore that I would return and make notes on the dimensional barrier lift. Maybe when Brigands is feeling better. I could even introduce him to my new friend, Billy. So we'll catch the 245 train. Now I hope you've got money, Roger, because I'm not bleeding paying for you. Matilda, quiet! Matilda, quiet yourself. Don't you talk to me like that, you ugly piece of shit. I mean it, you stupid old bag. There's a man over there running towards us. You're right. What the feck is he doing that for? Well, I'd love to investigate the matter with you, old girl, but the fellow looks remarkably angry, and I fear we don't have much time before he catches up with us. In fact, we'd really better start running. Matilda and I ran very, very far away, and we managed to give the man the slip. What in Christ got him so worked up? Uh, I imagine he makes his money exploiting the dimensional energy of the rift. Yeah, he probably doesn't like that I'm getting involved. Well, I'm afraid that's just tough luck for him. Oh, I told Jess you wouldn't have changed. You'll tell yourself anything you will. You're a husband and a father, Roger. Dimensional barrier, Rip. Fuck me. What? What? There really is a dimensional barrier, Rip, there. Really? I pride myself with extraordinary patience. But Matilda was pushing me close to my limits. Luckily, we soon arrived at the train station. The sooner this whole ordeal is over, the better. That's what I thought. I'll go get the tickets. Don't you go wandering off. Ah, uh, yes. Okay, then. While Matilda was queuing up, I thought I might have a quick look around outside, get some fresh air, and perhaps do a spot of scientific advising. How very strange. The atmosphere is a lot nicer the further away I am from Matilda. Oi! I want a word with you. Ah, here's the fellow who was chasing me before. Don't like that I'm meddling in your business, eh? Well, I don't give two ducklings about your finances. So shove off! What? I don't know what... Look, what's you doing hanging out behind the school telling my boy you're a paedophile? <laughs> what a comical fabrication. The only boy I spoke to today was Billy. And we became such fast friends that I trusted him with my biggest secret. Don't think I don't know what your game is. You want to find out that secret for yourself. To use it against me so that I'll leave your precious business alone. You've already approached young Billy, I'm sure. Yes, he's a tough nut to crack, sir. No doubt about that. You'll find me no different. My name is Professor Mysterious, old boy, and I will not rest until that dimensional barrier rift is closed shut. Roger. Yeah, uh, keep coming, Matilda. Hey, come back. So Matilda and I went through to the station, 
<laughs> when I looked back, I saw that the angry man had attempted to jump over the barrier and was now being wrestled to the ground. I had a little chuckle to myself and then reported the train. So, um, you've been alright then, have you? Always a few feckin' care. I do. So what's he like then, this fellow seeking Jess's hand in marriage? He's exactly what she needed. Right. Well, uh, aren't you going to ask how I've been? I wasn't planning to. Well, I've been very well, as a matter of fact. And so has Biggins. Yet, we've both been well. So there, listen, you should know that Jess wants you back in her life, but only on one condition. You stop this stupid game of yours. Stop making a mockery of your family. I imagine that that made very little sense to you. I'll explain what Matilda meant when she said those strange words. A large portion of the people I come across choose not to believe the truth when they hear it. Not everyone can be as open-minded as you or young Billy. And it can't have been easy for Matilda to take. It wasn't until thirty years into our marriage that I remembered who I really was. My memory had, in fact, been stolen by my arch-nemesis, Nefarious Tim. After all my memories had come back to me, I had no choice but to leave Matilda and Jess and seek down my enemy for vengeance. But I never did find him. I think this train has a little bar that sells crisps and things. I'm going to go and have a look. Don't you pretend you didn't hear me? Oh, did you already comment on the bar? I'm sorry, old girl. Anyway, I won't be long. When I got to the little bar, I couldn't decide what flavor of crisps I wanted. And I must have taken quite a long time pondering the matter because I was still at the bar when the train arrived at London. Anyway, I rejoined Matilda and we continued our adventure. She ignored me for most of the way there, but that didn't trouble me. Uh, Matilda, uh, do you think we're nearly there or not? Yes, for feck's sake. This is her house here. Ah, oh, right. Okay, I see. Listen here, Roger. Before we go in, I want you to know that you don't deserve to be forgiven. You don't deserve to go to the wedding and you don't deserve to see Jess ever again. You deserve nothing more than the sad life you've made for yourself. But Jess has decided to give you a second chance, and if you knew what was good for you, you'd take it. Did you hear me? Ah, uh, uh, yes. Right. Hi, Matilda. How have you been? Jess is just in the shower at the moment. Hi, Sam. Good to see you again. And you must be Roger. Pleasure to meet you, man. Ah, um, yes, well, well... I suppose it is a pleasure, isn't it? After all, you are my nemesis, nefarious Tim. Oh, oh, did you think that the skies would fall me, did you? Matilda, this explains why that man was following us earlier. I should have known a henchman of nefarious Tim anywhere. Getting into the business of dimensional energy now, are you? Well, I won't stand around while you seek to use my daughter in your maniacal plans. Jess! Come out of the shower now! I'm here to rescue you from the fairest Tim. You unbelievable f- Well, you weren't expecting me to encounter Nefarious Tim in this type, were you? 
God, me neither. What a bloody great shock that was. And what's going to happen next time? Well, to find that out, you're going to have to listen to the next tape. My God, what a life this is. See you next time, old boy. When danger attacks from other worlds, who is there to save it all? Well, his name is Professor Mysterious, and you may not know how old he is or where he comes from, but he'll, he's there to save the day with his faithful companion, Sergeant Riggins. Yeah. Ooh, Professor Mysterious, Sergeant Briggins. Catch him if you can. Whoa, 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 whoa.